Today we look at an available forward who could really help the Islanders. What would he cost and how would he fit in with the Isles? Plus, we preview tonight's game against the St. Louis Blues at the UBS Arena. All that and a lot more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could join us today, and thank you for being part of the Locked On Islanders family. We want to thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Lots to discuss today on the show, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, maybe a comment about something we've talked about, or a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode of the show, feel free to send us an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me then for instant insight and analysis. And please, you know, always great to hear from Islander fans, game time or anytime. So do feel free to mention me on Twitter and uh, let's talk some Islanders hockey. We have got a lot to discuss. We're going to start off today with a question via email. Uh, this one comes from Nathaniel. He did not say where he was from Hey, Gil, love the show. It is always a good listen. Keep up the good work. With the Islanders' offense doing solid without a go-to sniper and Oliver Wallstrom going through growing pains, do you think a trade is something they should do? Brock Boser is reportedly on the block, and he is, has friendly ties with Barzi. Do you think we could afford to trade to get him? Let me know your thoughts. Well, Nathaniel, first of all, thank you for the email. Thank you for the kind words about the show. Glad that you do enjoy it. With regard to Boser, I, I think there's a lot of things to break down. Brock Boser right now is young. He won't turn 26 until late February. Uh, he is, you know, still in the prime of his career at this point. He is not 
an elite goal scorer, but he's a very consistent, very good goal scorer. He has never had in his NHL career a 30-goal season. Now, okay, he hit 29 in just 62 games uh, in his uh, rookie campaign of 2017-2018. He was second in the Calder voting that year, so obviously he is capable. And he has never had less than 16 goals in a season, and that was in 57 games during the shortened 2019-2020 season. So with Boser, what you're looking at is sort of a 25-30 to 30 goal, 55-60 to 60 point kind of a player, which is not that elite goal scorer that, you know, we've talked about. He wouldn't give you quite as much offense as maybe a Vladimir Tarasenko or a Timo Meyer, but I think his overall game is a little bit more well-rounded. And the other thing is that he is the kind of player who will shoot the puck. He plays the wing, which is something I think that would definitely benefit the Islanders. We would prefer a wing to a center. That way, Matthew Barzal stays in the middle where his skating can be maximized. And I I think, you know, Boser is the kind of player who definitely could help the Islanders. And I think the Islanders could help him because Vancouver right now, as we know, they're off to a slow start. And I don't know if he really fits in right now with the team. He is a power play guy. He had 11 power play goals a year ago, so he could certainly help the Islanders in that regard, and that would also be a good thing. And he's not afraid to shoot. He has 41 shots on goal in 19 games this year. That is a little below his pace of a year ago when he had 195 shots on goal in 71 games. And he's not afraid to attempt shots. 391 shots attempted last year. uh, 70 so far this year. So he's not afraid to shoot. And again, when you're trying to match someone up with Matthew Barzal, having a shoot-first guy is a big advantage for, you know, filling that role. And so, yes, I think Boser could help. 6'1", 208 pounds. He's got good size, which is something you want. And overall, I think he'd be a very good fit. And and Nathaniel, as you mentioned, the fact that he is uh, friendly with uh, Matthew Barzal only makes things that much better uh, overall. Now, salary. Well, right now he has a $6.65 million a year cap hit, and he signed not just for this season, but for 2023-2024 and 2024-2025. So this is not a rental player. You would be taking on uh, that $6.65 million salary for the rest of this year, and then obviously again for the next two years. But here's the thing. Can the Islanders afford it? Yeah, they probably can. 
depending on who they trade away. If you trade Josh Bailey and, you know, Bailey would save you a little more than $5 million a year off the cap, thereby reducing it to about $1.5 million. Uh, if you trade Semyon Varlamov, that takes $5 million off the cap. Anthony Bavillier would take $4 million off the cap. What would it... T- so, so, depending on who you trade away, I think it is doable to take on that salary. The question is, what would it actually take to make the deal? It would probably take Bailey or Bavillier, a number one pick, which the Islanders have traded away a lot of lately, and then probably either Atu Ratu or William Dufour, one of the young top prospects that the Islanders have. That's sort of what I think it will take. And then the question becomes, you know, uh, does that number go up or down between now and when the Islanders and Canucks, you know, when the Canucks basically decide to deal him, and then how many bidders are there? I am sure if Vancouver wants to make this deal, there will be some kind of a bidding war because Boser is young, he's talented, he would be a pretty darn good fit on a lot of teams looking to add a solid goal scorer. So I tend to think the price will be on the high side, but to me, you don't want to give up both Ratu and Dufour and a first-round pick. You could give up one of the two, maybe. Maybe you put Wallstrom in a trade, depending on, again, that's not going to save you cap money, but it might make it possible for you to save one of those two top prospects or even both of them, uh, and and it's going to have to include a first-round pick at least. So it won't be cheap, but it would be an immediate help. Kind of like not an A plus kind of a a helpful player for the offense, but uh, really like a B kind of a player, or a B plus, I think. So I I like the idea. I I, I think think overall it would be a good deal if they don't overpay And hopefully that will not be an issue. So, Nathaniel, again, thank you for the question and really appreciate uh, you asking. And I hope I've done a a good job of answering it. We have got more to discuss on today's show. We'll preview tonight's game against the St. Louis Blues, a team that's struggling a bit as of late. But it's a big game for the Islanders because the schedule gets a lot harder after this one. We'll have that. Our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Simply Safe at Locked On Islanders. We believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system. Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Islanders listeners 40% off a new home security system. But don't put this off. Here's why I love it. In an emergency, 24 7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology, which is exclusively from Simply Safe, to capture critical evidence and verify that a threat is real so you can get higher police priority response. And 
With the top-rated Simply Safe app, you could stay in complete control of your system, arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings anytime, anywhere. Don't miss your chance to save big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash LockedOnNHL today. That's simplysafe.com slash LockedOnNHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports Today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So tonight at the UBS Arena, Islanders and the St. Louis Blues. Blues, as of right now, 11-13-0. As I'm recording this, they are still in the midst of their game with the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden. So the Islanders will have an extra day of rest, which will be an advantage. Most likely, we're going to see Tomas Grice, the former Islander, in goal because Jordan Bennington is playing against the Rangers. So very, very likely that we see Grice against his former team. So far, Grice 2-3-0 on the season. A 3-5-7 goals against and a 9-0-7 save percentage. Goals against have been a problem for the Blues. They are 25th in the league in goals against, 25th in the league in goals scored. But uh, defensively, this team is really been struggling all year long. The power play is middle of the road, and they've got some talented players. They're 14th in the league, 23.4% success rate, but the penalty kill is bad. They are 30th out of 32 teams. They only kill off two out of every three power plays. So if the Islanders can get the man advantage, they should be able to, to cash in, especially since the Islanders' power play has looked better recently. Now, Coming into last night's game, Jordan Kairou was leading the Blues with nine goals. He has 19 points, which is second on the team. Robert Thomas has 17 assists to lead the team and 21 points. Uh, Pavel Butchnevich, uh, a familiar name uh, to New York area hockey fans, he has eight goals, 19 points. And Vladimir Tarasenko has 18 points with six of those being goals. We've heard rumors that the Islanders may have been interested in Tarasenko for quite some time. We look at the lineup right now. The top line, Robert Thomas centering Butchnevich and Tarasenko. Ryan O'Reilly is the second line center with Braden Shen to his left, Jordan Kairou to his right. The third line from left to right, Brandon Saad, Ivan Barbashov, and Josh Levo. And then the fourth line, Noel Asiari centering Nathan Walker and Tyler Pitlick. On defense, former Islander Nick Letty is on the top pair with Colton Pareko. Tori Krug and Justin Falk are the second duo. And then Nico Mikola and Robert Bortuzzo are the third unit. The uh, goaltenders, as we mentioned, are Bennington and Grice. Uh, basically, you know, this is a team that is struggling a little bit. Uh, injuries have been a part of it. Marco Sandella is out right now. Logan Brown and Scott, uh, 
Perunovic are on IR, but really it's just been a consistency issue. They struggled early. The Islanders beat them in St. Louis on their first meeting. So that was uh, definitely a plus, and the Islanders will look to sweep the series. Uh, but right now, for the Islanders, I think you're catching the Blues at a good time. You'll have the extra day of rest, and the Blues' defense right now has given up 16 goals in their three previous games before the game against the Rangers, and their defense just has been struggling. The Islanders, I can see Matthew Barzal uh, having a, a, a big day against this team, just skating circles around them. And I, I think being able to do that will be a big help to the Islanders. Just having more room and time and space to do things in the middle of the ice and, and create opportunities. And then, look, Tomas Grice, he was a very good Islander when he was here. And no question, he would love to show the New York Islanders what a mistake they made by not re-signing him a couple of years back. The question is, will he be able to do that? And, you know, I, I think the Islanders are sort of just in a position to sweep this series and move on. Because here's the thing. You then have, out of the next six games, five of them against some of the best teams in the league. And we'll go over that a little bit later on in the show. But like I said, the schedule gets tough. To me, I want to see Barzal. I want to see Dobson. I want to see Pajot. And I want to see Anthony Bevilier skate that puck up and move it because there should be room in the neutral zone against this St. Louis Blues team. I expect that even though uh, Varlamov got a shutout on Sunday, that the Islanders will go back to Ilya Sorokin for this game uh, because there is no back-to-back -back coming up now after uh after this game, the Islanders will be off until Friday. So I, I think we see Sorokin against uh, Grice, and it should be a good game, and hopefully the Islanders can put together a second win. You know, you, you put together a second win, you're in a, a much different position than if you all of a sudden have lost three out of four. We have got more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We have our Islanders' birthday of the day, and it's, it's a player who uh, basically was part of some big trades uh, during his brief time uh, with the New York Islanders. So we're going to talk about the player and the trades and a whole lot more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And yesterday, uh, Monday, was the 44th birthday of former Islanders center Ole Jokinen. Jokinen, drafted by the Kings in the first round back in 1997, the native of Finland. Third overall pick in that draft, came over and played eight games for the Kings in 97-98. 
and then was traded to the Islanders in time for the 1999-2000 season. And, you know, it, it was one of those situations where Jokinen really was a part of some big trades. He was part of the, the Ziggy Palfi trade that got him from L.A. to New York. He played one season with the Islanders, played in 82 games, did not do all that well there, uh, only had 21 points, and then was traded along with Roberto Luongo for Mark Parrish and Oleg Kavasha. So basically, Ole Jokinen, part of two big trades that didn't necessarily work out great for the Islanders. Again, 11 goals, 10 assists, 21 points, 80 penalty minutes in his one season with the Islanders, then was with the Panthers, Coyotes, Flames, briefly with the Rangers, back to the Flames, the Winnipeg Jets, Nashville Predators, Toronto Maple Leafs, and St. Louis Blues. Basically, he got around this league, but did play in 1,231 career NHL games, 321 goals, 750 points, uh, had a 39-goal season for the Panthers, so he knew how to put the puck in the net a little bit later after he left the Islanders, only played in six playoff games in his entire career, which stretched from 1997 to 2015. All six of them came in 2009 with the Flames. He had two goals and five points, but basically Ole Jokinen, for the most part of his career, was a pretty darn good player on some pretty mediocre teams. So, we're going to go back and look at one of his better games as an Islander. March 4th, 2000, 22 years ago, hard to believe, uh, at the Nassau Coliseum, Islanders hosting Dominic Hoshik and the Buffalo Sabres. Kevin Weeks, the goalie for the Islanders, are going up against Hoshik. And Vladimir Sipolkov scores first in the first period for Buffalo from Vaka Varada at 12:15 Islanders trailing early 1-0 but just a minute and a half later Dave Scatcherd his ninth from our Islanders birthday of the day Ole Jokinen at 13:40 that ties the game at 1 and 1 after 20 minutes in the second the Islanders take the lead Sean Haggerty his first from Marius Tchaikovsky and Zdeno Chara at 1:44 of the second that makes it 2-1 to one Islanders. Then, with the Islanders shorthanded, Tim Connolly was off for hooking. Ole Jokinen had a breakaway. He was pulled down. He got a penalty shot. And he scores on the penalty shot, his seventh goal of the season, obviously unassisted. And that put the Islanders ahead by a 2-1 to one margin. Then, later in the second, Dave Scatcher, his tenth from... Ole Okunen, our Islanders' birthday of the day, and Ray Schultz at 14:24. That gave the Islanders a 4-1 lead, and Siplikov scored again his 10th from future Islander Michael Pekka, making the final score Islanders 4 and the Sabres 2. Islanders with 24 shots on goal in this game, plus the penalty shot. Kevin Weeks, 29 saves, but for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Ole Okunen. He had a goal, two assists, he was a plus three, had three shots on goal, and potted the game winner for the Islanders. So, happy 44th birthday, we're a day late. Two former Islanders, center Ole Jokinen, he is our Islanders' birthday of the day.
I mentioned the schedule, and it does get tough now. After tonight's game against the Blues, Friday at New Jersey, then back home Saturday, obviously not a very long trip, the Carolina Hurricanes, who had just passed the Islanders in the standings to take second place in the Metropolitan Division. Then a five-game road trip against, again, some very good teams. At Boston, at Arizona, which may be uh, the only easy game out of the next six, at Vegas, at the defending Stanley Cup champion Avalanche, and then back to Madison Square Garden uh, to close out the road trip on December 22nd. So the schedule is tough, and that makes this game against the Blues even more important for this Islanders hockey team. You want to get that win going before you hit the road and before you face five of the better teams in this league over the next six games. And that one contest at the Mullet Arena in Arizona is going to be the only game that the Islanders will probably be favored in over the, that road trip. So got to come up big against the Blues tonight, and hopefully this Islander team can get that job done. So one thank you again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with our key takeaways from this game and our weekly farm report, so make sure you join us for that. Uh, I will be at the game tonight, so uh, if you see me there, please do feel free to come by and say hello. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!